Welcome to the Daddy Sharps podcast, everybody. This is episode number, I think it's 62, John. Is that right? We're at 62. We're almost old enough to get AARP, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> like, we need to introduce ourselves, but I, we will anyway. My name is Luke. He's John. John. That's right. I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the games that your square hole buddies are too scared to break down. Hey, check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on YouTube. We have content there and we have a ton of stuff on our website. It's a pretty cool site. I like it. DaddySharps.com. Yes. We're going to begin our podcast recapping our best bets from last week. Uh, not the best of weeks for the old Daddy Sharps. Tough week, I think, for a lot of Sharps, to be honest. Four and four on our best bets, eight and 11 on our featured bets. Yeah, well, let's let's be clear, though, on, on those featured bets. I'll come clean. We were both two and two on best bets. On featured bets, you went five and four. Congratulations. That's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. I, I, went, I went three and seven. Not good. Not good. <laughs> hey, I've had those weeks. You've carried <laughs> us before. <laughs> you know, but I think for a lot of bettors, and especially NFL, you all out there have listening uh, who, you know, you track your own data here and there. A lot of losers last week in the NFL, and we're going to break down our season stats in a minute or two as well, just to give some perspective when you have a bad week like this. But first, let, let's recap last week, but also talk about this. So uh, you were the only one, John, who made money on our bets. Like if you followed, if you split us up and you followed each one of us, you would have made money on your bets. I like that. But if you're listening out there and, and you think success is hitting 100% of your bets, well, I love that optimism, right? I wish that were the case. Oh. You're never going to be happy because it's never going to happen. There would it's be never no sports happen. betting. <laughs> Success happens in this world above 50%, but if, if you're hitting above 60, you're a god in this yes. world. Yeah, we work our butts off to hit that mark, but it just didn't happen this week. It, it just didn't happen, and we're going to have weeks like that. Everyone does, and uh, hey, we're back on it, man. We're going to have a great week this week. We're back. We're back and we're going to bounce back. So like we were saying, two and two on the week and the best bets for me, Fresno State minus one and a half at San Jose State. I said, take the Bulldogs. And uh, I guess I was wrong. San Jose State whoops them 42 to 18. I was dead wrong on that one. Wyoming at UNLV minus five and a half for UNLV. We said, take the five and a half and UNLV delivers the victory 34, 14. Uh, Luke, they scored the first touchdown, covered the entire time, never yeah, turned back. I love loved those watching games. That game. loved it. <laughs> San Francisco at Jacksonville under 45. The under hits here easily as the Jags just could not score a daddy sharp win. Washington at Seattle, the under 45 and a half. Luke, I got issues with your Hawks here. What the what the heck happened? They I, gave I, up the I, late I touchdown. And that cost me the over. Then they go into overtime. They won the game, but the damage was done. We take the rare NFL over under loss. So talk about our stats here. Let's get back to this before yes. I recap my best bets. Because, you know, I think that when when people – and the reason we're talking about this this week is because if you listen to other podcasts, you're going to find that there's so many sharp bettors out there who had a bad week this week because a lot of stupid stuff happened. It just did. and It was one of those weird weeks. Yes. Uh, but but when you talk about stats, we, we want to do that to keep everything in perspective, because if you think this is a short game week to week and you only make two or three bets a week, 
then you, you're, you're not really engaged in doing this. It, it's multiple bets that you believe in that are smart bets, but it's also over a longer period of time, John. Correct. So last week, like we were saying, nine and 12 in the featured bets, four and four in the best bets on what was one of the craziest weeks in the NFL that we've ever seen. Walk-off field goals, final drive interceptions, and we still escape down only two units. But it's not all bad news. For the month, we are up six units for an 11% ROI. Our bread and butter continues to be the NFL over-unders and NFL spreads. The NFL over-unders, the past three weeks, 81% accuracy from the Daddy Sharps for a 56% ROI. Folks, that is a heater. And if you bet every one we gave out for $100, you would be up almost 900 bucks right now. Spreads, 64% accuracy for the Daddy Sharps with a 17% ROI. Luke, that's a lot of good vacations for the fam right there. Yeah, or it's a <laughs> or it's a new water heater, or yes. new tires, which new I tires. had in which I had installed, last and week, I had the, the new way. tires. <laughs> hey, did you get that new range? Uh, we you ordered a, a oven, part. We tried, to, we tried to go to cheap route, so we're going to try and replace this part our own. So Ooh. we're saving Daddy Sharp profits here. <laughs> so, so you're doing the labor. So it's it's Daddy Sharp labor costs. Yes, Daddy Sharp labor cost. Always a fraction. <laughs> Hey man, uh, you know, uh, at least at least we're not flipping coins here and and trying to say uh, you know who's going to win this game because uh, try that one out, you'll never win either. So let's just dive yes. into my bets. I'll just recap them really quickly. My NFL bets. I had a teaser bet. There was a loser. This is oh, I just I it just I was with you. I, I tailed you. Everyone was on this. Bengals yeah. and the Ravens uh, both lost by a field goal or less. I mean, both had just stupid, stupid mistakes in games. Bengals defense didn't show up. Ravens had a weird pick six. Like, yep. come on, man. Yes. And then Packer Packers plus three and a half. I, I had to rethink the Packers and downgrade them. And Jordan Love, I have more on him later as oh. well. Three and a half was the number they lost by four. Come on, man. That was a loser. Oof. The college football, though, did pretty well. Tulsa yeah. Tulane under 53 and a half, I said. And that was a winner. JMU UConn, the over under was 48 and a half. I, I, I said actually that JMU would score most of that on their own, and they did. <laughs> they, they, did put up, yep. they put up 44. <laughs> UConn got six. God bless them. And uh, <laughs> if my math is right, that equals an over and a winner. All right, let's go ahead and transition to this week because let's, we're going to put all the negativity behind us from yes. last week. We're into this new week, and I love my best bets this week and i hope you do too i'm going to start us off in college best bets i've got south florida at utsa the roadrunners are giving 15 and a half at home the overrunner to this one is 67 <clears throat> clearing my throat here because i just get so choked up over the roadrunners earlier in the season love these guys in the season we said what's going on they're dead yes. they're dead to it look at them with the rebound season my man yes just like you predicted. Ah. UTSA is rolling right now. And they're a couple of games away from playing for the American Championship. They're scoring 34 or more. They Or they have scored 34 or more points in all six of their conference games. Frank Harris, Frank the Tank is my nickname for him. He's healthy. Love it. However, if South Florida wants any chance at winning this game, they need to do what they do best. And that is run the ball. They run the ball 55% of the time. Run defense is a UTSA weakness. They're ranked 112th in explosive rush defense. Also, 
They're going to have to run the ball in order to control the clock and keep the ball out of Harris's hands. So that, to me, spells an under. But wait, John, wait, there's more. Oh, let's go. There's more. Now for the conspiracy theorist in me. The Roadrunners have a huge game against Tulane next weekend in order to get into the AAC title game. So they're going to run up a quick score, I think. Again, they're favored by 16 and a half, and then they're going to sit players in the second half. I think they will. Do the Bulls have a chance then at a backdoor cover? Yes, I think that, and my data says they will as well. South Florida covers 16 and a half, but my best bet here, the best bet, a little safer, is going to be the under 67. Nice. I like it, sir. And a little bit more on that Tulane bet here. So I got I got Tulane mentioned in my next bet here as well, the green nice. wave of cash. So UMass at Liberty, minus 27 and a half, 61 and a half is the total. My best bet here. Are you ready, Luke? Are you sitting down, Luke? I am. I like Liberty minus 27 and a half. I'm going for it, sir. I'm going for it. I've given out Liberty for three straight weeks against the spread, 2-0 and so far, and we're going for three in a row here. Luke, I don't have to tell you, this is a huge spread. Four touchdowns, but I got numbers to back this baby up. Liberty, 8-2 and against the spread on the year, including two straight covers against 14-point spreads set by the book. UMass, 4-6 and against the spread on the year, including 2-4 and in their last six games against those spreads. One of those spreads was 42 points, and they failed to cover. For anybody wanting to know what happened there, it was Penn State, and they were beat 63 to nothing. (laughs) Both these teams have played each other five straight years. Liberty, 4-1 and straight up in those matchups. The lone loss in 2018. Since that loss, Liberty has beaten them by an average margin of victory of 37 points in four games. It only gets worse when Liberty is at home which they are in this matchup. Liberty is beating UMass by an average of 45 points a game when they're home. Liberty, a rushing team, fourth best rushing attack in the country in terms of yards per rush. UMass, dead last in the country at yards per rush. I'm going to say that's a huge mismatch that Liberty is going to exploit. And if that wasn't enough, you've got the 11th best scoring offense in all of college football facing the defense that gives up the most points per game in the country. And now the intangibles, Luke, I've been preaching this for three weeks. Now Liberty 10 and 0 on the year. And the last month of their schedule is weak. They are playing to get into a new year's day bowl with three weeks ago. That looked pretty slim. They had to have, they have to show out every game. They have to win big and they had to have, Air Force lose. Well, here we are. Air Force has lost two in a row, and now they need Tulane to mess up the team that you just mentioned in your UTSA bet. So I say Liberty's going to show up in this one. They're going to do what they do to UMass, beat them big. They're ranked in the top 25 now. They've got eyes on them now. They need to impress those bowl makers. My best bet here, take Liberty minus 27 and a half and of course i am advising do not take 28 you want the hook 27 and a half you you want famous last words you want the hook on the 27 (laughs) and a half 
Yes. Do not go 28. Do not go 28 and a half. <laughs> Call me crazy. I think I'm going to tail you on this. Uh, uh, this could be the biggest spread I've bet all year. <laughs> this is the biggest spread ever. And especially in a best bet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is something. I'm impressive. That that's like that. That is the big balls bet of the week for sure. Do we do we get like little brass balls to hang around? You can never mind. Let's just go on. You can have whatever you want. (laughs) Kidding. All right, that's not daddy approved. Here's a well. It's okay. I just had to buy tires. You had to buy oven parts. <laughs> yes. We're 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 oven allowed. parts. Thank we're you, allowed. Amazon. The other daddies will understand. Just yep. use ear earmuffs. Just earmuff your kids. earmuffs, kids. <laughs> so here's here's a spread that's a little bit more palatable, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. East Carolina uh, University, ECU, the Pirates are playing mm-hmm. at Navy. Navy is favored by two and a half in this one. Not 27, two and a half. And, uh, <laughs> and the over-under is 32 and a half. My best bet here is Navy to win and to cover that spread two and a half. These are two really bad to me- mediocre teams in the AAC. So that is exactly why we love them. And we That's love a daddy the sharp them. game. Daddy sharp game. ECU is two and eight coming off a win last week against FAU, but they're averaging 272 yards and 18 points per game on offense on defense they give up an average of 337 yards and 23 points per game they're also 0 and 7 against the spread in their last seven games against navy the midshipmen are coming off a lopsided win against a favored uab team last week that was weird mm. and they will stick with their running game here at home like they always do they're, they're just the better team in this matchup, quite frankly. As for the over-under, I just want to talk about this for a little bit. ECU totals have hit under in six of, of their last seven games. Navy totals have hit under in four of their last five games. However, however, mm-hmm. and the data bears this out. I was like, oh, well, there you go. There's justification. The total between these two teams has hit the over in seven of their last 10 meetings. Last week, both teams scored a lot of points in their games, so they're rolling a little bit here. They're they're feeling confident. Our data says take the over 32 and a half. That's what I'm doing, but my best bet, best bet here is Navy minus two and a half. You're not going to sing a Navy fight song? That's usually what happens when you take Navy. Anchors away, my boy. Anchors away. All right, that's it. There it is. There it is. I like it. I like it. All right, I am going to uh, – I, I was going to call it the Battle of California, but I, that's not really what it's called. Uh, San Diego State at San Jose State, minus 14 what? and a half. The total, nine and a half. <laughs> My best bet here. I like the over, 49 and a half, folks. San Jose State, fresh off the stunning victory over Fresno State last week. One of my best bet losers. And I like them to score and score a lot here. San Jose State, seven and three on the over this year. All but one of those totals set by the book was below 50. These guys have been hitting high overs the entire season. The obvious advantage in this game is San Jose State's offense, top 30 unit versus the Aztec D, a bottom third defense in the country. But as I always say, takes two to tango to hit these overs. And the bet here is San Diego State University will score at least 10 in this game, they get 10, and I think the over is going to hit because the Aztecs won't be able to hold San Jose. 
In the last five games, the Aztecs have averaged 19 points a game, and that includes a surprising shutout to Nevada. So they're still averaging 19 points a game with zero points in one of those games. San Jose State has a defense ranked 88th in the country in scoring, so San Diego should have opportunities here. Key numbers time, the second most popular number for a total to land on in college football is 51, and we are getting that number with this over. So take the over in this game all the way to 50 and a half. Stay away from the 51. That's too much. In the Battle of California, stay away from the 51. I'm going to trademark that. Battle of California. I like it. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. time. Shall we move on to NFL best bets? Oh, including our bread and butter. What a week this is shaping up this to be. Interesting, man. We talked earlier before the podcast. That it's a lot of scary lines, a lot of... A lot of lines. It's it's time to just believe in your system this week and believe in what's right. And sometimes there's going to be moments of sweating, but you know what? This is where if you don't have a system, you're lost. You're a babe in the woods. I don't know what you're doing. That's right. Teaser Still- time for me. Teaser time for me. But John, you have some you have some breaking news you're about to share. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, what Bill Parcells would say, "This is why you lift all them weights, boys." Why you lift them all them weights. <laughs> Not breaking news, just shit. Love it. God, I love that line every time. It is. Yep. It's why the Daddy Sharps lift all them weights. Teaser time for my first best bet. I've got the first leg, Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, what a game is this th- is going to be. You know, two and a half is the number that the Kansas City Chiefs are giving the Eagles at home. The over-under is 46. My best bet here is tease the Eagles up to eight and a half. This is going to be a, a per. Maybe a weather game. They thought so. And then yeah. it kind of came off the snow. Then it's going to be 45 degrees. Still going to be chance of rain and maybe 15 mile per hour winds. But that could all change as well. So keep your eye on the weather for sure. The Chiefs have issues on offense. Mahomes admitted it on the on the Manning show, the Manning cast, just the <laughs> other day. So he yes. said, thank goodness our defense is keeping us in the game. The Eagles are not going to match uh, or march, excuse me, march into uh, Kansas City and lose by nine they're just not going to do that period so that's my first leg second leg tennessee titans of the jacksonville jaguars jaguars are up to seven and a half point favorites right now the over under is 40 in that game they got blown out last week this is going to be a bounce back ripe for a bounce back game for the jags against a team and a quarterback that just not as good as people thought they were and i and i heard something else on a pod today that levis that the Titans are letting him play no matter what because they, they want to see what their investment is. I think he was a second-round pick, right? They want to uh, see yes. They want to see what that investment is all about, so they're just going to let him go. They're just letting it roll, which means that they're also done with Tannehill. He's probably on his way out at the end of the season. Mm. So I'm going to tease the Jags down to a minus one in this one. Uh, so my data likes the Jags minus six and a half. And it likes the Eagles plus two and a half. I, I still might bet those. I'm looking at those and studying it. I might might adjust those lines a little bit and watch them and maybe get one or two of them late. I don't know. But let's be safe here. Let's be safe with a minus one and an eight and a half. I just don't know how that teaser does not hit. That is a best bet. I will be tailing you there, sir. For sure. For sure. All right. These, these guys did me dirty last week, but I'm back. I'm back, sir. Seattle minus one at the Los Angeles Rams, 46. 
My best bet here is going to be the under, under 46. The news of Stafford returning has moved the line a little bit and the total in my favor. And as we all know, these are division foes and these games, Luke, these, this is your team. These games are incredibly tight with the Rams over the years. And they're for the most part, always low scoring the under seven and three. When these two teams meet three and one to the under in Los Angeles, which is where this game is going to be played this week, Seattle over the past six games, four and two to the under Three and one to the under are the Hawks when they're on the road. So they miss that 12th man when they're trying to score. My data has this under hitting 75% of the time on the year. And it's a 16 game sample size. So pretty confident what my data has to say here on the year. The Rams are seven and two to the under granted without Stafford for one of those games on the year. As we discussed before, the unders league-wide hitting at a 60% rate. This is history in the making. League scoring is at a 10-year low right now, with teams only averaging 21.7 points a game. I like this matchup. I like this rivalry, which is typically low scoring. And as you know, Luke, usually comes down to some kind of crazy special teams, fake punt or something. My best bet here, and I'm betting it with confidence, I like the under 46 and another Rams-Hawks low-scoring slugfest, my man. Yeah, that line was huge for the Hawks' favorites on the road until it was announced Stafford was coming back. But, uh, you know, I, I like the Hawks in this game if they can get some of their stuff together, certainly. Yes. But uh, it's always lo it's always low-scoring, and it's always really close. Yep. Bottom line. Bottom yes. line. Yes. I think we're on the opposite ends of this next bet. I, I think uh -oh. we are. I, I, you may have it as a featured bet uh, if, uh -oh. I, if I read that somewhere. So I've got the Los Angeles Chargers favored by three right now. Yes. The over-under is 44, and they're on the road in Green Bay against the Packers at Lambeau Field. My best bet, and I'm making it a best bet, not a featured bet, is the Chargers minus three. Ooh, so this this, li ah, this line moved from, from three and a half. It's yes. down to a three. I, you know, I may buy it at two and a half. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there right now. But my data says it likes it at minus three, likes them at minus three and a half. The Packers have scored 20 or fewer points in seven straight straight games. So so you might want to think about Packers team total under two there. Just check it out what it is. Uh, but they are four and five against the spread this year, two and two at home. The Chargers are also two and two against the spread away. Uh, they didn't sell me last week at three and a half point dogs against the Steelers I mean I bought it but then I watched the game I was like <laughs> man yes I, I just I got reminded why why the Packers are where they are yes Jordan Love yep he was the better quarterback in that game against the Steelers I mean that's not hard to do but 21 for 40 289 yards two touchdowns but two picks so yes. you you have that's the kind of crap you got to deal with when it comes to Jordan Love Aaron Jones, only 35 yards on 13 carries. I know he's been battling injuries, but you cannot rely on A.G. Dillon to get it done. And if you're relying on key players like Aaron Jones to be fully healthy so you can win games because Jordan Love can't, then you're in trouble. You're in real trouble. For the Chargers, they have a high-powered offense that is starting to sink. We've seen it here and there. They put up 26 against the Jets' defense. Pretty tough to do. That was two weeks ago. Yep. Herbert threw for 323 yards and four TDs against the Lions last week. They lost that game, of course. But the Packers' pass defense uh, ranked seventh. Pretty good. Not bad. Their run defense, 27th 
in the league. Do the Chargers have a? Do they have a running back? I'm not sure. I, I I've heard of some guy out there. He spells uh, his name very odd. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> the Chargers defense not good at all. We all know that. But here's another question for you, and this is what this bet comes down to for me, uh, along with the data, because I look at that and then I look at a lot of the things we do, a lot of studying, we watch games over and stuff like that. Is Jordan Love the guy who will pick? The Chargers defense apart. Is he the guy? I'm willing to bet against him, even at home, even at Lambeau Field. That's why my best bet is the Chargers minus three. And again, I may buy that half point. That's a decision you're going to have to make out there. But I still like the Chargers minus three. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. And and Luke, we we are not on opposite sides there. Oh, I thought we little, were for some reason. Excellent. Little, little tease to the featured bets there. We nice. are giving a bet in that game on our featured bet section that we have never given on this podcast before. Oh. So stay tuned on the featured bets for that. Nice <laughs> but we're on the same side. All righty. Pittsburgh at Cleveland, minus four, 38 and a half is the total. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to tell you what my best bet is, but we're going to discuss it, Mr. Luke. So when we were going through this early in the week, we talked about this yesterday. My best bet was Pittsburgh plus four. So what we saw yesterday, very important after the game, Deshaun Watson walks out in a walking boot. Pretty good possibility that this dude's hurt. Comes out today that I actually heard today. He's going to have the season ending surgery, but they said he was risking shattering his shoulder if he went down the wrong way. So that's that's why it ended up in season ending. He's got some broken bones in there, and it could have actually shattered. On the other hand, we have Tomlin and the Steelers. These guys own the Browns over the past five games, going four and one straight up against the spread when facing them. On the year, the Steelers six and three against the spread, four and two as a dog. This is the second biggest spread, or it was that Pittsburgh would have faced as a dog. The biggest was Baltimore at plus four and a half. So obviously, I liked this at plus four. Now we're down to plus one and a half. Perfect teaser range, my man. Perfect teaser range. And that's what I'm going to pivot to here. I'm going to pivot this best bet since you can't get the plus four anymore. We are going to make this Pittsburgh plus seven and a half. Jacksonville minus one. Just for the same reasons that you like Jacksonville. Big bounce back for Jacksonville this week. And I think they're going to be able to at least win with the one and a half point spread there. So that is the best bet that we're pivoting to now that Watson's out. Pittsburgh plus seven and a half, Jacksonville minus the half. Interesting. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, Yeah, because I was going to ask you, you know, the, the plus four is an amazing bet. And you are in the catbird seat because you, I, it's like money in the bank. It re- yes. I think it really is. Because yes. in my book, this game is now a pick em. And yep. so, uh, you know, it, it varies. It's fluctuating here and there in different books. But you've got, you've got, you got the chance where you can take, you can bet against that. You can, you can, you can mitigate uh, or you can, you can just in, uh, use that, you know, money you're probably going to win against something else. I mean, Yes, uh, my my date my date is interesting because it, it 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 likes Pittsburgh all the way up to a plus one, and then at the pick them it it adjusts it adjusts yeah. and it and it kind of leans toward Cleveland, but it's only a lean 
Uh, Cleveland's quarterback is uh, a rookie, Dorian Thompson Robinson. That's who they're going to go with. Oh, he's their, this guy he's did their, not do well last time. <laughs> you know, he's he's like a, I think he's a sixth rounder out of UCLA. Yep. So big school, big program, but uh, man, they're just yeah, going for it. They're at home in Cleveland. That's a good. That's a good place to be. Yeah. One thing that turned me on to this game that I really liked about it was the turnover rate. So Cleveland, as we all know, has one of the best defenses in the entire league. They still have a negative turnover differential. Pittsburgh is leading the league in takeaways. They they are tied for leading the league in takeaways. So between these two teams, Pittsburgh has a plus 14 turnover differential. They just protect the ball more and they get more takeaways. Now they're going with this rookie quarterback, six rounder. <laughs> like, I I love this bet. Plus four. I got options, sir. Well, got you've, got, you've got options to play with, but I'm just saying a lot of times when you've got this big upheaval like this and, and your star quarterback is out for the rest of the season, sometimes teams rally. And don't be surprised if that team, if if Cleveland's defense goes off, yes, goes yeah. off and handles their business. I'm just saying, don't. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, don't surprised if and when it happens. And maybe yes. that maybe they just make the game easier for the the rookie quarterback. Cleveland likes to run the ball as well, so I, I still like the game. I still like the game. Yep, and that's why we we pivoted to this teaser here. So now you're going to get Pittsburgh at plus eight and a half, Jacksonville at the. At the minus one spot there. If if they do do a good job, Cleveland and their defense rallies, they're gonna have to do it by two scores. And I don't see that yeah. happening. And I don't see that happening either. So good save right there. But man, it plus four. I love it. Hey, quick yeah. reminder, we have a ton more bets on college and the NFL. We like to call them our daddy sharps featured bets. You heard us through the podcast talking about those. We share all of them for free exclusively on our website, daddysharps.com. That's daddysharps.com. So go and check those out. All right, let's recap these winners. I mean, our college and NFL best bets. Same thing, same thing. <laughs> Seattle at the Rams, and I like the under here, 46. I also like Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We just talked about it. I love the plus four, but you can't get that anymore. So now we're going to take them in the teaser. You're going to tease Pittsburgh to plus seven and a half and Jacksonville down to one. As for college football, UMass at Liberty. I'm going with it, sir. The brass balls bet of the week. Liberty minus 27 and a half. Do not buy 28. You want 27 and a half. San Diego State at San Jose State. I love the over here, 49 and a half. All right. For me, I've got a teaser bet uh, that's coming up, and I'll just talk about it right now because I just kind of, I jumped ahead of myself. Uh, I got the Jags that I am teasing. Let's see. Uh, I think they're minus seven, so I'm a six-point teaser. I'm teasing them down to a one over the Titans. And then I've got the Eagles up to eight and a half against the Chiefs. That Monday night game is going to be incredible, and the Eagles are not going to lose that by eight and a half. That's ridiculous. I think I think they actually win the game, but I look, that's not my best bet. Uh, and then my other best bet is the uh, Chargers at the Packers. Chargers. Favored by three on the road, and they're going to cover that no problem at Lambeau Field because Jordan Love is not it. And then in college football, South Florida at UTSA, the Roadrunners. Roadrunners, big favorites, 15 and a half. But my best bet here is the under 67 in this one. UTSA going to take a big lead and then sit all their starters. And then East Carolina at Navy. Navy favored by two and a half at home. 
Navy will win that game and they will cover. All right, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharp podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means and the bets that we share based on our own research. We don't always win. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. John, who's your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everyone.